Shut up and sit down. Hi, I'm Corbin. And I'm Katie. And we are the, the Vagabonds. Two best friends adventuring through the world of lady stuff, one episode at a time. We don't give medical advice, and we don't seek for anyone other than ourselves. We're just recording conversations we'd be having at bars anyway. Hi. Hi. What's up, Corbs? Nothing. I'm just thinking about that intro. Yeah, how do you feel about it? I'm just not sure that we're selling it. I, well, me. I'm not sure that I'm selling it. <laughs> I don't know. I, fe- I feel like I'm a little dead behind the eyes in a vocal way in that intro. <laughs> Is this your passive-aggressive way of telling me that I'm also not selling it? No, I think okay. you sound fine. I'm just... <laughs> I think I sound not fine. I don't know. I, don't I think know. you sound normal. There's a little giggle in your voice in the last part. Yeah. It sounds cute. Okay. I well, like it. I think it sounds okay. Uh, good, good intro because... Uh, we very rudely forgot to introduce Dave at our last uh, in our last episode. Yeah. yeah. Um, the pot Dave, aka the Podfather Etler, <laughs> is um, our producer slash slash creative director extraordinaire slash layperson who asks us when we say medical terms and make sure that we define them for people. Look, yeah. I'm just happy to be of service yeah that's all and really you're just happy to hang out with us right exactly yeah exactly exactly i just want to say about your intro Mm -hmm. i think it's great okay i think it's fine okay support yes good good go ahead i'm here for you yeah okay well what are we talking about today katie well today we're gonna talk about an npr article Mm. about abstinence only education oh and just let me read the title to corbin and see what her first response is (laughs) in texas abstinence only programs may contribute to teen pregnancies i'm so surprised (laughs) that's weird i know right so weird so (laughs) literally when i read this i said no shit out loud like i was like okay duh so basically uh this article talks about how so it features a woman who got pregnant in high school but she wasn't like what you typically think of when you think of like someone who is a teen pregnancy like she's a really high achiever she like was gonna go to med school she was like doing really well in her classes so but she got pregnant because in texas they have abstinence only education so then she like had her baby she's still in high school and then no one talked to her you know she's already pregnant like someone should talk to this woman about contraception right and then she delivered and then three months later she's pregnant again so obviously we're failing on multiple fronts here she got pregnant three months later yeah three months after she delivered which is also like her OB-GYNs didn't tell her exactly so not only did like her school system or like whatever her support system is outside of the medical field failed her but like also her medical field failed her yeah like i don't know it didn't did she talk about not knowing about i didn't read the article so that's okay so she said that no one gave her contraceptive options Mm. um like after or like during her prenatal care or after you know like in her postnatal care and stuff and that um she didn't realize that you could get pregnant neither her nor her boyfriend realized you could get pregnant so soon after sex which i will say is like after a really pregnancy. after pregnancy is what i mean you can get pregnant after sex yeah. hey some people you probably don't realize get that pregnant after sex. it's fu- it's fine um unless you're married <laughs> 
Abstinence. 99.9999% effective. You gotta put an asterisk in there if you believe in the Judeo-Christian. It is true that you can't get pregnant if you pray after after you have sex. Oh, is that true? Yeah. Okay. Good. That's not true. Don't listen to me. I heard you couldn't get pregnant if you pulled out. Right. Man, these are topics for like a whole nother episode. This is gonna be like a whole nother thing. But, um, what was I gonna say? So, Anyway, neither her nor her boyfriend realized that you could get pregnant so soon after having a previous pregnancy after delivery, which mm. I feel like a lot of people a lot don't of people know that. Don't realize that people. Yeah. A lot of I feel like a lot of people think that oh, I'm breastfeeding, I can't get pregnant. Right. Or oh, I like haven't had a period yet, I can't get pregnant. Because like even if you're not breastfeeding, yeah. your period doesn't necessarily come back right away. Um. So. Yeah. So then. Which I guess we should say that that's obviously not true. Yeah. As so, example by this woman. Right. You can get pregnant the next month after you deliver. That's um, bad luck. Yeah. I will say that on a population level, breastfeeding helps prevent pregnancies, but on an individual level, it is not a reliable form of birth control. It lowers your, it lowers the chances that right, right, you will get pregnant, but it doesn't eliminate exactly the possibility right. that you will get pregnant. Exactly, it's probably. Right. I mean, how how much on a population level? Like, are we well, talking so like? So here's the I'm thing: sure the is numbers. it depends on the population because it only. <clears throat> So the point is that breastfeeding lowers, it like keeps you from ovulating, but that only happens if you are exclusively breastfeeding based on cue base, not on um, schedule. So like if you are just like breastfeeding based on your baby's cues and not like on a scheduled yeah, time. Yeah, base means baby's hungry. I baby think. wants No matter food. what. Yeah. Which is pretty rare because I mean, women work and you know. Right. Right. And like that's like just not really a thing. And it's like yeah. you can't like, you can't miss like one time like essentially is what the like yeah. studies have shown is that you like yeah. have to exclusively breastfeed nothing else no pumping like nothing so it's like kind of crazy to expect someone to do that that doesn't that just doesn't happen these days exactly yeah um happened when we were cave people probably right. i was gonna yeah. say you know you, when you that was like cave, the only option yeah. right yeah when that or your baby died right so um to like kind of jump us off i was gonna read this quote from this uh this article so um the second time she got pregnant she was a full so this is what it says she was a full-time student at ut dallas at that point double majoring in molecular biology and business administration but the education she never got she says was sex ed so that's so surprising because okay so personally i can't relate you know i grew up in a part of the country where we did get sex ed and you can mm -hmm. argue how good it was or whatever right. but we got something yeah um and it wasn't abstinence only um but it's really hard for me to imagine being somebody who studies molecular biology but who doesn't have this sort of what i think of as basic knowledge right. i mean that's that's a huge that's a huge fail mm-hmm yeah I totally agree. Yeah, I mean, I was educated in an abstinence-only education program uh, through my public school in conservative Northwest Iowa. Hmm. Um, I remember. I distinctly remember. Uh, I think I may have told this story already, but you'll get to hear it again. Um, in my like class, one of the one of my classmates raised his hand is like 
you know, our our sex educator had been educating about, you know, abstinence only. It's the only 100% effective way to prevent pregnancy, which is true. Um, but he asked, well, if you are going to have sex, like, you can use condoms, though, right? And she goes, I cannot talk about that. Mm. See, okay, this is really interesting because we're going to talk about, like, what exactly abstinence-only education means in a little bit. But, um, like, the pro-abstinence-only sites that I was looking at basically were, like, um, there's, like, a frequently asked questions portion. And it was, like, does abstinence-only education, like, completely ignore other forms of birth control? And they're, like, no, we teach about all forms of birth control. We just teach the abstinence. We just, like basically encourage abstinence and say that's like the only one that's like 100 percent effective but like from what you're saying like if teachers aren't even like allowed to answer the question and i think i think what you're saying is what i've heard more often like i think that's like more what i hear is that people aren't even allowed to like talk about the other options well the name is abstinence only right which like which implies that that's all yeah only. they talk about Mm-hmm. And it's probably different in different places a little bit. Yeah, but yeah, probably different in different. I mean, I think most sex education does talk about the fact that abstinence is the only one hundred percent because of, that's like the facts. Yeah, if you're using a facts fact based ed, like education program, like that's just the truth. Is that like if you don't have sex, you can't get pregnant. So that's except just, from a toilet seat. No. Oh, or a hot that's tub. not true either. No, or a you hot can't tub. get. You, oh, a hot oh yeah, you can't get pregnant. You can't break that's, right. that's right. Hashtag Glee throwback. <laughs> <laughs> um, the other thing that I was gonna say about um this like article is that this woman, her mom, and her grandma were also both teen moms. So it's kind of like the whole like our whole like social structure is like just not helping us out. Basically, so you know like. You would think, you know, like, I think your gut reaction would be like, oh, if my mom was a teen mom, like, wouldn't she, like, be extra, like, super careful to, like, remind me of stuff? Like, on Gilmore Girls, you know? Like, she was a teen mom, and I feel like she always, like, tells Rory, like, I don't I feel like her and Rory have a very open relationship about that stuff. Yeah. But I don't think that's, like, true, right? Like, it's TV, but mm-hmm. I don't think necessarily if you're, like, raised in a culture that's not comfortable talking about that, then you're probably not going to be comfortable talking about it. Yeah, and I don't know. I mean, obviously, I don't know her mom or her grandma. Right. I feel like sometimes people say, like, oh, I made a mistake. Right. You know, and I just don't want my, you know, I don't think my kids will make that same mistake. Right. So what's, you know. And people are like, oh, my kids saw how hard it was for me, so they're not going to do what I did. Yeah. But they, like, don't ever explain that. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, anyway, basically, it sucks. It's a sucky situation. But, I mean, she's, like, apparently doing really well for herself. Like, she's still a pretty high achiever. So, I mean, that's good. But mm-hmm. um, she basically says, like, it kind of derailed her plans. And it, like, wasn't the best thing for her life at that time. Yeah. So. I couldn't well, have a kid right now. Yeah. No, me neither. I, like, can't even take care of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I did get two cats last week, so I'm like attempting to take care of them. I, I heard about this. Did you? Did you hear it? I did. Did Corbin tell you that they look like possums because she's they do. 
They that's what, that's the possums. first thing she said when they she walked like into my possums? apartment. They look like yeah. they're half possums. They oh. don't. They're they just okay. So do they have long snouts? Yeah. And no. Snouts? Yeah, they do. Staggly teeth. No, they don't. Their toe. Their like angle of their nose is really just. <clears throat> No, it's not. Possums are among the scariest looking creatures. Yeah, they are. And they do not look like possums. I am very offended by this comment. But anyway, (laughs) so let me just tell you about these cats. This is just going to be our like cat tangent. So these cats were born at like a someone who lives in town. And then for some reason got dumped on my in-laws who live on a farm and have like a million bazillion farm cats. But like town cats are not like this let's just say farm cats are a rare genetic breed and by that i mean there's a lot of inbreeding going on so they're like kind of used to the farm life so these cats are like so they have like medium length hair and they're just like patchy and like not very like they're pretty very mangy looking. yeah they look like mangy but so i am saving these cats okay. and also i took them to the vet and one of them has pneumonia so like i really am saving these cats so yeah. anyway so now they're good they're dewormed they have antibiotics we're doing we're doing better their hair is starting to look better is there anything you can do about their faces <laughs> their faces are not ugly they're adorable <laughs> you need to come back over uh. i'm just kidding kind of okay corpse is being a jerk they do not look like possums <laughs> One of them is gray, and that doesn't really help. The I think you should thing. post a photo on the show notes okay, well, so I just that have your re- viewers, your listeners can judge. I just okay. have really high standards because my cat is the most beautiful cat in the entire oh, world. Oh, wow. Don't even get me started wow. about Ari. I still am mad at Ari from the one time that I stayed at Corbin's apartment, and I was sleeping on the couch, and he woke me up at like 5 a.m., and I wanted to punch him. <laughs> he does that to me every day. I have to say that so my experience annoying. with cats have all been pretty negative. You need to come hang out with my cats. They're hilarious. Okay. They were having a real Lion King moment last night. They were, like, fighting with each other. It was hilarious. They're <laughs> siblings, and they fight like siblings, and it's hilarious. Uh-huh. Okay. But anyway, uh, back to sex ed. Cats yeah. are done. Are, are we we're done? done with cats. Done with back. cats. Yeah, done with cats. Also, I haven't named my cats yet, so if anybody has, like, <laughs> name suggestions, they're both girls. I tried to name one of them Brenda. <laughs> I think Brenda's a good name, but I just don't know if it fits perfectly. I was. I thought I didn't know if they were boy, boys or girls or boy and girl. If they were boy and girl, I was going to name them John Raffio and Mona Lisa Finkelstein mm. from Parks and Rec. Okay. I thought those would be great names, but they're both girls. Okay. So, anyway. Um, okay. So My second option is Barb and Nancy. Yeah, from Stranger Things. From Stranger Things. Oh, that's a good one. I was also thinking Leslie and Donna. I thought Leslie. you were talking about. I, like I thought you were saying Barbara Bush and Nancy Pelosi. That'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that would be kind of awesome. Oh, what are the Bush twins' names? Oh, Jenna and uh, Jenna Laura? and Laura? No, no, that's the mom. Barbara. But ba- yes. Yeah. I believe Barbara. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That's weird. She's named after her grandma, isn't she? Awkward. I think so. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> if you have any suggestions, listeners, you can tweet them at us. Really? Yes, wow. Them. At the Vagabonds podcast. The Vagabonds. At the Vagabonds. Something. Just look us up and follow us on Twitter. There you go. (laughs) Okay. So let's talk about abstinence only sex ed. So this is what the definition that I looked up online. Oh, on Wikipedia. This is the Wikipedia definition, which is good enough for when you're defining things like this. So it says, abstinence only education is a form of sex ed that teaches not having sex outside of marriage. It often excludes other types of sexual and reproductive health education, such as birth control and safe sex. Comprehensive sex education, by contrast, covers the use of birth control and sexual ab- and sexual abstinence. So that's kind of what we talked about, like... Mm-hmm. comprehensive sex ed covers abstinence it just yeah. tells you that there's other options out there i know which one i'd prefer my children to yes. experience which one uh comprehensive okay good hey and i'll tell you why 
Yes. Because I don't want them to get or make anybody pregnant. Yeah. Or get STIs. Or That's get, not or nice get, either. Or get venereal diseases. Yeah. When they don't want venereal diseases. Yeah. I'd like them to wait until they're ready until for they venereal want diseases. Venereal yeah. Disease. yeah. <laughs> Can I just say venereal disease is one of my favorite things to say that like no one says anymore because we just say STIs. Yeah. But it's so fun. It's very archa- it's it's archaic at yeah. this point. It's awesome. But it though. is it's like the F word, you know? Yeah. Like it's got it's got a satisfying meatiness yeah, to it, you it know? It does. I, I agree. I kind of enjoy saying V D. Yeah. Because it it makes you sound like you know what you're talking about. Like it yeah. just everyone knows what STIs are, but And why don't they call it the clap anymore? Hey, which one is the clap? Gonorrhea, which gonorrhea. is confusing. This is why I never call it the clap is because it sounds like it should be chlamydia because they start with the same letter oh, yeah. and have a lot of the same letters. Yeah, but that's it's what gonorrhea. I yeah. It's like we could we should talk about sometime like why it's called the clap because I know it's like a there's a reason why. What's the cauliflower one? Is that a thing? <laughs> well, like condyloma cuminata? Is that what it is? I just like remember, HPV. The cauliflower. I just feel like we were educated about STIs more than we were educated about safe sex practices, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. But um they never really use the real words for them. They no. use like, you know, clap and they use the clap in sex ed. That yeah, and like sense. cauliflower genitals or something. I don't remember well, exactly. You know, all all of Corbin's sex ed teachers were uh, World War II veterans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, apparently. <laughs> okay, so according to my quick Google search, it's genital warts. Genital so warts, okay. Human papillomavirus, so okay. HPV, which there's a shot for, by the way. I mean, a vaccine, not just a shot. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, basically what I learned from my research is that abstinence-only sex ed does not decrease rates of uh, teens having sex so um 43 to 50 percent of teens are sexually active and um when you do like abstinence only versus comprehensive the number of teens that are sexually active doesn't change so um you know what i think is interesting i mean so this is speculation mm-hmm. but i mean you just have to think about motivation you know we're we're a group of people we're a group of animals you could say that you know we're all about instant gratification right so and especially you know young people i thought you were gonna say especially dave (laughs) anyway go ahead especially young people i'm gonna include myself in young people because i feel like we still count as young people um you don't like i'm not in my upper 20s so not especially dave you don't you don't think about (laughs) Uh, Poor Dave. You know, theoretical, this bad thing could right. happen to you. Our frontal cortexes are not fully developed yet. Yeah, we don't yeah. realize that those things... Plus, I feel like it's a cultural American thing. We don't believe bad things can happen to us. Yeah, so. we're all about that. that is ve- I think that's very true. Yeah. I think that is very true. Um, So... However, investing in comprehensive sex ed does decrease the rates of the consequences of sexual activity. So California invested in the comprehensive sex ed program and their teen pregnancy rate dropped to 74%, which is crazy. Wow. Remember on the Lark episode, how we talked about investing in Larks? It dropped dropped it 50%. Oh, yeah. This dropped it 74%. 
I thought you were saying that it dropped it to 74%. No, 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 no. I know. Yeah. I was like, man, California yeah. needs to get. Apparently every teen in California gets, gets pregnant. pregnant. Yeah. No. No, okay. it dropped it. That's awesome. That's not just a small effect. That's, right. That's a huge that's effect. That's like a nuclear effect. Yeah. Um, just told, just goes to prove that the simplest options are the best options, hmm. usually. Um, and then, so this article, in the NPR article, was about Texas specifically. And basically, it was saying that, um, I think this was in, like, another article that was linked to this article. But it was saying that, like, teen pregnancies have been dropping everywhere, which we kind of talked about in our uh, Lark episode also. But in Texas, it has the slowest rate of decline. Mm-hmm. Um, and Texas still uses abstinence-only education. Um, and then the other thing that was in that article is that um, since the sexual activity rate is staying the same, but uh, teen pregnancy is declining, then it must be due to better contraceptive use. So we have, like, in the Lark episode, we were talking about how now we have, like, more effective forms of birth control, but also if we're having, like, better education about those forms of birth control, then that's going to help lower our pregnancy rates sounds like pretty convincing yeah. evidence there well, depends if you believe facts or uh just how you feel <clears throat> well you know the problem is that i don't know I, my perception is that a lot of this is driven by religion so mm-hmm. you know some religions um say that you know basically all contraception is bad because you're your 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 just the sanctity of life is i'm not really sure yeah well i think actually you're not not allowing god's will to be yeah so i think actually what it is is that a lot of religions uh frown upon sex outside of marriage yes and a lot also like a lot of um traditional religious views is that the purpose of marriage is to have a family and that if you are married that you shouldn't be preventing that which this is like super conservative views like that aren't yeah like sex are, is like, only for recreation right it should, or procreation yeah it shouldn't be for, uh it shouldn't be for pleasure right exactly so and yeah if you're like doing anything to prevent procreation then you're sinning basically yeah so that's the interesting that I think about thing that I think about uh, absence only education is that it like basically encourages not having sex outside of marriage, which if you, ugh, I don't know, it's just like you're seeing, forcing someone you're some a religion on people. Well, you're forcing like a social construct of marriage on people. So like not everyone that's needs true. to get married. Like not everyone wants to get married. And yeah, like if we're supposed to have separation of church and state then like and these are public schools which are sponsored by the state like then we should not be like trying to influence people to like do something that is a religious a religious idea yeah Yeah. Hmm. you know but some people would say that teenagers having sex is harmful to society but those people would be making things up yeah i mean right like i mean there wouldn't be any research probably i mean probably some I don't know. I don't even know where I'm going. Well, I think the reason people say that is probably because their children, you know, children getting pregnant. That is harmful to society. And that's harmful to society. So you shouldn't have sex because sex gets people pregnant. And we also happen to believe. STIs are harmful. Right. Yeah. Right. But we also believe in abstinence. And so round and round we go and there's a problem there. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I just like. 
if you think about like the evolutionary evolutionary perspective like it makes sense that we are like the most fertile and the most like interested in procreation in uh like our teens because if you think about like back in the day when we didn't have the medical care that we have like it was better for you to re for to procreate like earlier in life because like in half pregnancies either the mom or the baby died so like you know you're taking like this huge chance that you like this is your shot basically right you probably only lived until you were 45 exactly so like i mean adolescence is like a societal contract yeah basically exactly because like technically like if you think about like from a physiologic perspective like we reach adulthood so like we go through puberty which is like transitioning to adulthood at like 16 years old like yeah is when typically is like considered abnormal to have not gone through puberty so like that's really early for what we as like society think it is but technically like your body is an adult at that you know like after that yeah essentially whether your frontal lobe is fully developed or not right and like maybe not having a frontal lobe developed is like part of that because maybe like that helped our species like continue because we were making more risky decisions but like high risk high reward type thing you know like yeah like we probably needed that because i mean you do need like a little bit of risk if you're gonna like pregnancy was risky right in and of itself exactly no matter how old you were yeah yeah so and then right like if you start if you debut of pregnancy is earlier or you, your debut of like having children is earlier then you can have more children and the more likely more of them are going to survive and, and then, since we're not a species that litters basically right that has yeah exactly packs of babies all at the same time right it's better um, to have more of them i was thinking you meant litters like garbage on the ground. i know we I, are I, a species I, that litters i also <laughs> felt like i had to call <laughs> Some I, people have litters of children, but they were put there. Yeah, but usually, yeah. Iatrogenically. Very, yes. very rarely is that natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, but also I'll just point out that usually people who don't, who believe in abstinence-only education are also people who don't believe in evolution, so. Yeah. Just going to throw that out there. Yeah. To stereotype. Even though this would be like an evolutionary advantage, like even in recorded history, so whatever. You know, like in the Middle Ages. Yeah. That's true, actually. You don't have to go too far back. No, yeah. Like, Romeo and Juliet were, like, teenagers, so Mm -hmm. everybody loves that story. (laughs) (laughs) They made great decisions. Yeah, obviously. There's, like, a new show about, like, the Montagues and the Capulets after The Bachelor on Monday nights. So I, like, always see commercials for it. So, like, I think they're just, like, on my brain right now. Oh, man. Is it modern or is it? No, it's, like, old-timey, but it's, like after i think it's like after romeo and juliet died so it's like about the families i don't know it's like a soap opera probably probably i don't watch it i don't have time for that i'm studying right now man it's ballsy to be like yeah shakespeare i can add to that (laughs) i know (laughs) right i have something to contribute here (laughs) yeah okay so do you guys want to know some facts about sex ed in like different states yes please okay so um there's 24 states and washington dc that mandate sex education in schools so that's not saying that like other states don't have it it's just saying that like in that state like you are required to provide sex education so and then 27 mandate that when it if it is provided that it has to meet a certain requirement so you know basically that like they have to make sure that they're teaching certain things Mm -hmm. this is the worst statistic 
Only 13 states mandate that it has to be medically accurate. What? That's so stupid. What? That doesn't even make sense. The other ones are like, like... I guess it's like they're not saying it has to be medically inaccurate, but they're basically saying like, I don't care if it's right. You just tell those kids whatever you want. <laughs> so no, like basically, basically they're saying you tell the kids what you want. What, what we, we want. want. Yeah. Wow. So like essentially there's like no, like if you wanted to like sue your state for like not providing you adequate sex ed, you couldn't because they like don't require so that like, it's well, medically yeah. adequate. Yeah. That's stupid. Anyway. Um, 37 states require the abstinent be taught abstinence be taught in sex ed, which doesn't really make sense because if you're having sex ed, like abstinence is part of that. So whatever. Um, and then 26 states require that it be stressed that abstinence is the best way. All right. Yeah. Whatever that means. Yeah. Um, okay. Also really interesting about some states. This is like really sad. So Texas and Utah have laws that say that if you are a teen and you have become a parent you still have to have your parents permission to get health care which means that if you have become pregnant already you still need your parent to allow you to get birth control or anything like that uh, so if you get pregnant mm -hmm. Your parents have to sign off on your health care? Yeah. Like, it's like if you... So, basically, hmm. in most states, when you become a parent, you essentially become a... Um, emancipated minor. Yeah, emancipated minor. So, you can, like, make your own health care decisions. Hmm. Whereas, in these states, you are basically still a minor and your parents have to sign for everything. And then, in some states, you're... Like, if it comes to reproductive care health care like in some states your parents have no say after like a certain age like you can sign for things yourself if it has to do with like your reproductive health or your mental health so wait how do we feel about that because i feel a little conflicted uh on the one hand a child who is themselves now going to become a parent is not necessarily no longer a child right the um difference is that they can legally consent to their child's health care. So they are consenting for health care. Like, it's not like we're saying that they can't consent to any health care mm -hmm. because they are consenting. So if they're allowed to consent for their baby's health care, why should they not be able to consent for their own health care? Does that make sense? Like, it's it it's does. creating like a false dichotomy. It does. So the problem is not necessarily that their parents. Right. Because in most teens, the their parents are the making problem. Their, right. OK. Yeah. I get it now. Hmm fascinating yeah that's what happens when you have lawyers make laws about healthcare things yeah oh man to quote i won't quote william shakespeare go ahead first kill the lawyers oh wow <laughs> Just yes don't i feel like every lawyers, time we have like bad talk lawyers we should be like caitlin i'm sorry we're just kidding about killing lawyers that's not okay sometimes lawyers just the dumb are ones. very helpful just the dumb well, ones like the useful ones let's keep <laughs> like when you get sued for something because ob guys have the highest rate of malpractice so mm. yeah but um we just like to joke about it yeah <laughs> there are plenty of lawyers who do good work yeah thank you thank you those lawyers yeah fighting the good fight yes. keep it up yeah unfortunately that doesn't get they don't get paid yeah that's <laughs> very general. true that's those very people true. Th those are the real mvps that's true very true um i mean because yeah there's like lawyers that are fighting for our right to provide good 
sex ed to our patients too mm-hmm. yeah yeah um okay so do you want to know when federal support of abstinence only program started the bush era no reagan. yeah reagan good job ah. classic of course it was <laughs> reagan so um this information i got from the sexuality Man, information and education council of the united states that's a long name i was just gonna make a comment about how if you don't think bad presidents can affect you for years to come we're still suffering for for the reagan from the reagan yeah. administration that is very true <sighs> anyway so now that we have to we don't have to worry about that right now though yeah right distant past right yeah Ugh. <laughs> Uh, anyway so sarcasm i know (laughs) that was a real sigh of disgruntlement despair (laughs) Despair, yeah so anyway in 1981 he signed the adolescent family life act it was not voted on by congress by the way so it really was a presidential decision decision so it was a um executive order i don't exactly know or like maybe it was like when Congress was in a session or something. I don't really know. Hmm. Or is that would that be an executive order? Yeah, it would, ha- it would have to be an executive yeah. order. Like you can't pass a law without. So I, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. To my knowledge, however, who knows what'll be true in you're not a lawyer three years. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a lawyer. Exactly. Um. Anyway, it provides support for teen parents, but promotes chastity and self discipline. Chastity. See now, right there, there's another antiquated yeah, one that I don't that I don't like as much. It's so good. Um, it just makes me think of a chastity belt every time. You know, yeah. it's kind of an interesting like concept of like Virginia. Ch- so this is not my own original idea. Oh, I should stipulate. Um, if you're a fan of John and Hank Green, aka the Vlog Brothers, oh yeah, in a YouTube video a while back, they talked about lingual gaps and the fact that there is no word for someone who is no longer a virgin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Like there's virgin and then yeah. And I think, and they talked about how it probably, you know, lingual gaps highlight where basically, you know, what society values. And so the fact that there's even not a word for someone mm-hmm. oh. who's not a virgin is like, because it's so. You just blew yeah. my mind. I know, right? I have to go back and watch that. It's interesting. Yeah. This is our fun fact. This is our fun exercise for the week. Go home and think about wh- how our how our language reflects what's important in our society right weird i know yeah thanks for making us think corbin yeah that's what i'm here for the more you know (laughs) 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 oh man so the other thing that the secus the sexuality information blah 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 thing said was that these programs have continued to be supportive despite research suggesting they're ineffective all right that's like the tagline for our government (laughs) (laughs) that's like the tagline for the u.s federal government (laughs) oh man um so then of course because i was like very interested in this topic i looked up this like um popular abstinence program that like they use in some schools it's called choosing the best (laughs) and i was like reading its website and it was hilarious so um it said they said in the um like information i was looking through that they provide contraceptive education but when i was like looking through um so they have basically have like uh like classwork stuff for different ages um and like when i was like kind of looking through all of them it basically said that it um like 
describes no it like says that there is contraception but like doesn't describe it or how to use it or like anything helpful oh that's basically it's very useful i don't know so yeah that's like when in med school you like learn that there are drugs for things but you like don't know how to use them (laughs) still (laughs) hence why we have to go to residency but yeah oh man wow okay um and then also like this the one that the choosing the best one like basically there it was like a bunch about how like if you um don't like save yourself for marriage then you are like sinning and your future spouse like won't love you not they didn't say that they won't love you but that um if you really love your future spouse you should like wait for them and like all that bullshit that like we i feel like i got taught a lot people's body Especially women's bodies belong to other people, not themselves. Yeah, and that's what I was, like, saying, too. Like, I was reading, like, a review of it, and it was basically saying that, like, women are, like, shamed into, like, not losing their virginity, which is, like, also a made-up social construct, but whatever. But, um, but, like, men are not expected to, like, not. So, basically, in this, uh these like booklets it was all about like how to like tell your boyfriend no but nothing about like boys like not asking like it's so, yeah. so stupid it's because a woman's body is you know not hers right it belongs to her future husband yeah and, and so her she future needs project. to make sure it's pristine for yeah. him <sighs> can i be honest with and you and it's for always a second, you though? know heteronormative yeah her oh yeah that's the other thing that was annoying can i be honest with you for a second though yeah yeah please do i cannot imagine no, I can. I was going to say, I cannot imagine teenage Dave not wanting to have sex and not asking. But here's the thing is that that's like, but boys, that's like an expected behavior. But if girls are like interested in sex when they're teenagers, you get labeled as like a slut. Well, that right. is absolutely true. Yeah. Because it's not that like teenage girls aren't interested in sex you know right. it's it's just that yeah boys are expected to be interested in sex right and that and they're, also they're like considered like not being able to control themselves because <laughs> te- th- theoretically teenage dave you know like i don't believe teenage dave like had to you know abstain from sex or whatever if he didn't want to but, i don't believe that teenage dave had a lot of opportunities but well <laughs> but <laughs> theoretically speaking this is a theoretical situation this is a theoretical it's situation <laughs> uh yeah but he doesn't have to ask you know he could also be taught not to ask yes right Right. well here's the other thing is that um it's really hard to say like what would happen if society didn't like our entire society basically believes that like that boys want it and so that like and that there's nothing they can do about it. right whereas like okay if you think about like when you were little like you don't want to share your toy yeah. But you do, because your parents told you to. So right. I feel like if, and like all of society tells you to. It's a great point. That's the thing is like, it's not just your parents. It's not just people you're interacting with. It's like literally every expectation ever in your life. Yes. Right? And let me like, be clear. Although Dave would have asked, he wouldn't have basically assumed that it was his right. 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 Yeah. 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 I was a, I was a good boy. I'm proud of you, Dave. Thank you. Still yeah. retroactively proud Thank of you. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I just think that like... <clears throat> Yeah, like I hear that argument all the time is like, oh, but like boys just boys just want it, and it's like, well, yeah, because boys are told their literally entire lives and all that of they society should want it that they should want it, 
and they should ask and it's okay to want it that's that's, that's the other thing i was yeah, like it's, it's okay. perfectly fine but it's also okay for girls to want it's it. okay for girls to want it because if they didn't well i was gonna say if they didn't our species would not survive but uh, i don't know i mean okay rape's bad let's just put that out there yeah and also i feel like you shouldn't have to say that but i feel like you do have to say that right now like i don't yeah, know there's just like no excuse and it's stupid yeah anyway on that low man note, that could be a week we need to do a whole another episode of about like the, the rape the culture cult- well rape culture but also the culture around like female sex drive and yeah that'd be interesting we should also yeah. just do one about like what consent actually is yeah but well that's all i have about abstinence only education that was great i loved every uh, if you can't tell corbin and i and dave do not support abstinence only education speak for yourself yeah <laughs> hey if we wanted to have a fair and balanced ep- discussion on this <laughs> we would have invented we would have invited the pope we're not fair and balanced. Actually, no, he's pretty cool, actually, now. The Isn't Pope it? is cool now. Yeah. I would say we're fair, but not balanced. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely true. I think I'd like the to pope have the current cool Pope now. on to talk about this. I think he'd be um, right. He said condoms were okay to prevent AIDS. <laughs> that's it. That's yeah, his part. Uh, I was going to ask you what the Pope has to say about this. He says condoms are okay to prevent AIDS. Corbin went to a Catholic uh, college, so she like knows more than me. Okay. I'm not Catholic. So he's not off In the, the same completely. vein of the Pope. A Jesuit. He just seems... Yeah. The mm-hmm. current Pope just seems... What's his name? John Francis. Paul. Paul Francis. Francis. Oh, my gosh. John Paul was last He was night. two Popes. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. See, I'm not Catholic. I don't even know these things. Francis seems cool for a Pope. He's got... <sighs> Frank. He's, he's cool for a Pope. He's yeah. pretty cool. Frank. Well, all I right. mean, he has his flaws, but don't we all? Yeah. Yeah, but compared to other Popes. Yeah. Um, well, is there anything else we need to talk about? No. I think that's it. Okay. So, um... You can follow us on Facebook. Like and follow us on Facebook. Yeah, like us. It's like not a group. Us, yeah. It's a, it's a page. So you have yeah, to like you us have to like and us. follow us. Yeah. We occasionally post pictures of our cats, <laughs> 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 and also uh, articles. Yeah. We're gonna start being better at posting articles that yeah. we're gonna talk. We're about. We're just really busy and stressed out right yeah, now. Yeah, we're Sorry. studying for our board, so we'll cut us some slack and everybody wish us luck. <laughs> Um, and then you can follow us on Twitter. Maybe we should just make a Facebook group so that people can, you know, we talked about this, but then there'd be two things and we didn't know what to do. We, I didn't know what to do. So I just made a page. I'm not Facebook competent. We might change it. Maybe we can make a group and we'll let you know if we change it. Let's make a group. Okay. Let's make a group. Let's do it. Um, and then we're on Twitter and Instagram and I can never remember what they are. It's something about the Vagabonds. Twitter is at the Vagabonds. Okay. And Instagram is at the Vagabonds Pod. Okay. I bet they could find us on our website. Yeah, it's on our website and it's on our show notes. Vagabonds.blueberry.com. B L U B R O Y. Yeah. And you can email us at the Vagabonds Podcast at gmail.com. That one I actually didn't know. There you go. Yep. Um, anything else? I think that's it. Okay, bye. Thanks for listening. Bye.